Welcome to the 304 Talk, where bitches make niggas holler for a dollar, and we make broke bitches mad. And get in a bag. Period. Today, we have the lovely... Miss Leah. <laughs> Ooh. Then that's a you don't got no <laughs> Leah with the kill, Leah with the... You don't drive a kill, mm. but it's same. We got to add something extra to that. Mm, not the kill, not the kill, not the kill. Leah's the one you better go see <laughs> <laughs> We gotta come up with like a little slogan name for you or something. I just like shit that rhymes. I don't know why. I just I'm trying to think what 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 would even rhyme that would like make sense with my personality. I'm not sure that that I would Leah like. Leah gonna beat her. Yeah. <laughs> Leah with the heater. Maybe the heater because it's warm. <laughs> <laughs> for now, Leah with the heater. I like that. So, where are you from originally? Uh, okay, so I'm from Jacksonville, Florida, of course. Right Duval. here. Duval, right here in the 904. So, um, you know, but my parents were military. Okay. And uh, we came here. My mom actually retired here from the Navy. And that's what that's what brought me to Florida. Oh, wait, both of them were, were in the service? Uh, both, yeah, they both met in the service. My dad actually got out the service, but my mom stayed in. And when she got stationed here, the whole family, we ended up moving to like NAS Jacks. Wait, so they both was Navy? Both is Navy. I know that house was crazy. It was. I know that house was crazy. It was foolish. I know. <laughs> <laughs> My godfather is retired from the Navy, but actually he was kind of relaxed though. He wasn't, well, I wasn't around 24 7 to know, so. Right, right, <laughs> you know, right. You see the good parts of people, so. <laughs> I wasn't around 24 7 to know how big, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, mm. So, where else have you lived? Okay, so um, I've lived in a couple different cities. Like I said, I'm from Florida um, due to the fact that I was in the process of chasing my dream of becoming a celebrity makeup artist. Um, I literally moved to, I moved to Miami, Florida first. And that's actually kind of when I got in the game because I actually had a coworker, God bless her soul. I still love her to this day. I know we're not on the same page, but if she ever sees this, I love her. I don't even want to, you know, if she ever see this. But, um, you know, one day we, we met at Nordstrom's. I was working. <laughs> <laughs> she was in the skincare department. And, I, I, you know, I worked in the makeup department. But we actually ended up connected. Little did I know that she was from, well, she was from New York. She was a dancer. Okay. And she was just like an overall hustler. I think people from New York, they rent so high that they just have to be a natural born hustler. They don't got no choice. Yeah, they just you you gotta work, yeah. like you gotta work to maintain I that type how of much they be I see how much they be trying to charge. I was on Airbnb. Their luxury shit is not nothing luxury about it, and the prices are outrageous. Like the same price I pay for an Airbnb weekend up there, I can get like a mansion in Miami, like mm. and the shit not luxury at all. Like, but that's New York. That's that's the only thing I don't like about New York. The only thing. Right. Right. I mean, it's it's just like so when you know when you're from a place like that, you know it's overpriced, and just your experience, you'll know it's overpriced. But I remember crying, like crying over a guy. And when I left Jacksonville, I was very innocent. I didn't know nothing about the game. I know about strip <laughs> clubs. I know about selling no pussy. I know about nothing. I mm. literally was crying, and she said, "You crying over a nigga, and you ain't getting nothing from him? Are you crazy?" I love hoes. I'm sorry. Hoes are like the best confidence boost, the ones that like knock some sense in you. I'm talking I about love hoes. I know that shit had you thinking like, damn, why am I crying? I received nothing. He's like, but I loved him. <laughs> it's not fair, girl. Everybody done been there. We've been there, done that, girl, everything. So what, she got you into like working inside the club? Um, not even working inside the club. Like, I feel like when people say ho, um, like it's just like hoe to me. It's like you know when people be like, when you gonna stop being a hoe? When you gonna stop? When you gonna stop selling pussy? When you gonna stop? It's different levels of hoes, though. It is be on the right level, but it, but it's still like very much. It's a mentality. Yeah, hoe is a mentality that you will not let no man come in your life and not do nothing for you. I feel like you only learn the real standard when you apply some standard. Even hoes. Yeah. Niggas don't respect women that don't demand anything. That's facts. That's facts. Which is scary. That's facts. 
<laughs> they only respect you if you were an investment to them. So if they spend no money on you, they don't really like you. And how how are you like testing them? How do you know how much a man likes you if he ain't did none? Mm. So wait, so what did she get you to do? Like after that, talk about when you had the breakup. Like what did she start? What did y'all start doing together? Well, um, you know, I was already um, taking her like to work. Yeah. You know, because at the time she had actually broke up with her her man, and she was living at her mom. She came to live with me, which I was a I was not doing so good at my job at that time. So I was literally like going through a breakup. I was. Um, I didn't have really any money. I, you know, I was just like in a midst of confusion. She actually moved in with me to help me pay my rent. Yeah. And I, like I said, that's why the love will, regardless of what happened, but she actually was the one that um, allowed me to start working at my first agency in Miami, uh, escorting agency. She was like, look, we got to pay these bills. We got to pay rent. I, you know, you just going to come and you just, we just going to have to, you know, I know you've never done this before. But this is what it is. Like, I didn't even really get a real rule book of what to do or how to do. She said a couple words to me. And before you know it, I'm, you know, I'm escorting. The game is you know? to be sold, not sold. Yeah, because I feel like you got to come up with your own finesse. Yeah, you do. It's different for everybody. And also, I feel like it's the same thing. Like, I don't like women that try to downplay other females that do trick or escort or nothing. Because it's like, you're basically doing the same thing they're doing. It's a you're not getting paid for it. Like literally, like, literally, and it's so crazy because those, the women that do downplay the other women that do it, those would actually be the ones that be bigger hoes than them. Because, like, yeah, a female might escort and sell pussy, but that does not mean she's sleeping with every single guy she comes in contact with or every single guy that has money. That's not how it works. Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. You know, and, like, and th those women that like to downplay, those be the ones y'all be sleeping with. Tom, Dick, and Harry, every fucking body, but you're a respectable woman. You have goals and morals. You fucking that lady husband. But all because you didn't get do it for a pay or you didn't get no money from it, you have respect for yourself. And honestly, I feel like you don't if you do it like that. Because you're letting guys walk over you. And that's, and that's a fact. Because at the end of the day, he has no respect for you because he doesn't... What does... You can never like lose something that has no value. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, so ladies, if you giving up your pussy for the free ninety nine, you ain't getting nothing out of that. He doesn't. He's not gonna have any respect for you. He doesn't want to continue anything because you're not even opening the door with a challenge. Yeah, you're literally just letting this man come in you and leave out. So, how was your first experience? Like your first time working doing the escort thing? Like, how, do you remember your first experience? Yeah, I do remember my first experience. Um, it was a very crazy experience. I actually ended up not even having to do anything. I had to. Um, the first guy I sat with, I, I showed up to the door, knocked on the door, and then at the time we had drivers. Our drivers were strapped. Oh, y'all was legit, legit. Oh yeah, yeah. We um, our drivers were strapped. So we go in, you know, the agency does all the set. They set up everything. They talk to the customers. They they post your really? ass. They do everything. You all you do is show up to the door. How much was their percentage? It was it was like 20. Okay, that's not too, too bad. It wasn't it wasn't bad. So if you. But I'm pretty sure it wasn't like no cheap jobs, though, either. Mm, yeah. It's it, sounds, it, it had to be at least an hour. Oh, OK. It had to be at least an hour. Um, if they want to extend, they would have to call the agency back and extend through the agency okay. because they let them know the rates and everything like yeah. that. So um, now there was girls that, you know, if you met a good enough trick, then you go ahead and you take his number down and you just mm. cut them out the loop. And then you go back and see yeah. him and you collect 100% of your money. As you should. So, <laughs> what, so what did you have to do? What you had to do on your first experience? Sit and talk with a man while he smoked crack. He was white. No, he was what? black. What? <sighs> yeah. I had a white guy do that, with me, but I got scared and I left because I didn't. I didn't know if you can't OD scary. off crack or yeah. Because I was like, I don't want this nigga OD or nothing. But somebody told me you can't OD on crack, but I didn't want to stay to find out. And I didn't know if he was gonna like lash out and shit. Like you black bitch. I was like, oh, no, not a black bitch. 
I don't know. So, bitch, I had love. <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna give you. I'll give you more money. And I was like, and he said, so you want some? I'm like, no, I'm good. You you have fun. So how long you how long he smoked crap for? Um, he extended it up to like five hours, and he told me <laughs> uh, crazy prison stories. He was black, and actually, actually, when it was time for me to leave, it was so scary because. I didn't know if he was going to let me leave out the door. He didn't like, want you to go. I was shook. Because they talk so much. I mean, just talking in the crack, just lighting up, lighting up. And I'm I'm like, that's your first I'm, time I'm not even this close to him. That's your first time seeing somebody do crack. That him. was my first time that's seeing so somebody smoke crack. That's crazy shit to see somebody do crack. That's some wild shit because it's like, you really do crack. <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> Smoking crack. Yes. Like it's a cigarette. That's some wild ass dog. Okay. But I, I, I left and, you know, I made enough money off of him to the point where I had finished out my night with him. Because yes. by the time I got the call, it was like two. By the time I left, it was like the morning time. Yeah. And I don't even, and I had like a drink. I tried not to drink as much because I just did not trust. You don't want to be off your focus. I yeah. don't want to be off focus because that's one thing you don't want to do is wake up in a bad situation. Yeah, you need to pay attention. And that's all another thing that people don't realize like females that escort or trick or whatever is I always say it's not always about sex. It really mm -hmm. don't. It's not always about sex. Like eight times out of ten it's a companionship that guys really want. Or a therapist. Hey, a therapist, a chef, a prostitute. Yes, yeah, all in one is literally whatever you want. It's literally, basically, your dream girl. You build a bitch. Mm -hmm. Basically, damn, that's really crazy though. It I cannot really believe was. Did he say he was gonna do it first? No, he just whipped it out. He just whipped it out. You know they don't. They, <laughs> they don't want you. Well, the guy. Well, the, okay, so the guy I was with early, he kept talking about Flocka. He kept him, I like Flocka, and he was like, I was like, you, I was like, well, you, you know, you could do your thing if that makes you comfortable. You know, do your thing. Next thing I know, he bought crack too. He talks like, oh, I got a little bit of crack. Okay. You know? And I see him hit it. And he did like a... And I was just like, oh my God, please say this white man don't die with me here. Please say this white man don't. Because I'm just thinking like, <laughs> bitch, I thought I started thinking about Claremont twins. Because I'm like, I'm a black bitch. He's a white hey, nigga. This don't look good. <laughs> hey, don't, this, <laughs> this is not looking how it's supposed to fucking be. Like, uh-uh. So I was just like, yeah, I got to go. I stayed for a little bit, got some more money. But I was like, yeah, I got to go. Because he kept doing it. And it kept freaking me out after how he was reacting after he hit it. I was just like, this is just his last breath. That shit was freaking me out. So I was like, no. So how long did you do it for? Uh, Last day with that agency. So with that agency, I stuck around for about three months. Like, like strong. Just stay with them because honestly, at that time, I was like, one thing about me is I always hold on the side. Mm. But I always had other things I wanted to do. Like, yeah. I mean, like we all do. We just don't have the money to invest in the businesses or the things we want to start. So we have yeah. to find a way of finding that source of, of, of investing in the things we want to do. It's That's all about that. getting the bread to do, you know, live the life you want to live. Yeah. So, um, you know, I did that. I also uh, worked at the, the massage place. Okay, so after doing three months with the agency, that's when you start going to the massage place? I actually did that prior to working. The agency? Yeah, the agency. Wait, so how did you find a massage place? She found the massage place. Okay, okay. <laughs> so to just give y'all a quick brief, she worked at a massage place. Um, what is a massage place called? A spa? Is it a spa, technically? It's a cover-up, of course. But... <laughs> She worked there for a few months. What was it? A few months? It was like split between. Yeah, okay. I did a few months there, and then I did a few months with the agency. So, um, and the even crazier thing is, before I even got into that world, when I first moved to South Florida, before she had eventually like was like, "Hey, you want to make some real money?" Was it a black girl who introduced it to you? She was biracial. Okay, a little yeah. mixy, mixy, okay. a little mixy. And, um, you know, prior to that, it's so crazy how life works out because there's ups and then there's downs. And, um, you know, with my profession being makeup artistry, um, a, a week, that, that same week I had my first celebrity makeup artist. And it's so crazy because I ain't even really have no real experience. But um, I had got booked to do Cardi B's makeup. Love and hip hop uh, Cardi I love B. Cardi. And a week later, I lost my job. And that's when... You know, 
I got into sex work, but that's when I went. It's like when it rains, it pours. Mm. So, so did you ever do Cardi B makeup or did you cancel it or something? No, no, no. I did, did that. I okay. did that. And then I lost. That was like an ultimate high for me as an mm. artist. And then I hit the ultimate low mm. when I lost my job a week yeah. later. Because how then, did you get in yeah. contact with Cardi? From um, Instagram? Or did she come into your job? Mm -mm. Or one of her people? One of her people came in. Um, the crazy thing is, I met a guy named Lou Ar uh, Lou Lou Armstrong, which is like a rapper from Boston. And for a while, he was helping manage Cardi. And he said, "Then I met him on South Beach six years prior. Ran into him six years later mm. on on South Beach, and we reconnected. Always been good to me." And he said, "Hey, I manage Cardi. When I bring her to Miami, I'm gonna call you." And you know, for. I, I didn't really mm -hmm. think he was going to call me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? People talk all the time. Yeah. So, if he do, he do. If he don't, he don't. Yeah. And um, he, he called for real. He was like, hey, I'm on the way and we're coming. And we actually ended up that night with my, my roommate at the time. Um, we went to G5. We had She showed me love. He was <laughs> great. Um, that was like a height of my, my career. Uh, as far as makeup artistry is concerned, but I eventually um, I ended up, you know, work. I was working at Nordstrom, and I ended up losing that job. And it's really just because it wasn't even like I got fired. It was just the hours were not the same, and that's when I kind of had to go into being a hustler. I feel like Miami taught me so many hard lessons. It put me in the midst of uh, sex work. Um, dancing like all of like the Miami, things I've Miami Miami like was Miami that place is a city you, you, you sink or swim you, you're gonna it, sink you, or swim you gotta swim yeah don't like they Gucci say don't get lost in the sauce and it's definitely a city it's easy. easy it's definitely easy to get lost in the sauce and get caught up in the height and everything and that's why I, I like meeting certain girls cause certain girls you can tell they don't let it change them and I love that about them cause it's definitely easy to let it change your character change who you are cause we don't, you don't know, like, we go through a lot of shit. We see a lot of shit and people break you and stuff. So after, wait, so did you quit your job or was it just like you just start getting less hours and you kind of quit really? That That's really what happened. You know me. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's really what happened. Like, it, it literally got to the point where I was like, this is not enough money to maintain mm -hmm. a Miami lifestyle. I cannot do it. So how was it working at the um, massage spa? I hated it. Really? I hated what it. What did you hate about it? So, I, like, when you went to go work there, do they, they tell you what what you're doing exactly, right? Yeah, it was okay. a girl. It was an office building. It was um, in uh, Little Havana, <laughs> which is a, a crazy area in a way. It was like a... like. It's just like pulling up. It was like automatic depression because it just looked crazy. Yeah. Like this empty, ugly building. And, you know, but you're going to go in there and you make your bread. And, um, you know, we had mostly married men. Yeah. That oh, would yes. call. And, you know, one time we were working and the guy act like he, he was thinking that the pussy cost $40 and, and, and not the massage. Yeah. So he got upset and he literally pulled out a gun. Did he get the pussy first or this is at the... Um, no, he did not get the pussy first okay, because okay, we had to let him know that $40 like, yeah. was not going to cover the pussy. Oh my, so what happened after he pulled out the gun? We just kind of like, you know, we were just playing nice, you yeah. know, and luckily his phone rang and it was a call he needed to answer. He was Spanish or black? No, he was black. Damn. I'm sorry, it doesn't make a difference, but I, 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 have know the, I have to know the race. I just be, I don't know, I have to know. I be secretly hoping they it, don't it be was, black. So it was, so, I'm sorry. I be secretly hoping they don't be black. <laughs> he was a street, it was like a street nigga. Uh, okay. A street nigga. It wasn't uh, like a classic. Okay. He gonna take but it. But then, then again, it's like, you, you gonna understand it. in the game, where you're marketing yourself and, and mm -hmm. what kind of place you're who you're marketing to. So did y'all ever get like classy clients and white clients and stuff? Or we no? are white people. But did y'all ever get like some classy ones? No. no. When you when you marketing, marketing when you marketing forty dollar massages, you're not gonna pull in the real yeah. bucks. You need especially to, if you're yeah. just doing forty dollars like that. If you're just saying that, then yeah, that is true. And then you got some guys that'll really come in there and pay their forty dollars to get their massage, and you got to sit there and do it. And get nothing else. Oh wait, so okay, when so when guys come to get the forty dollar massage, did y'all still get paid off for the massage? 
No. So y'all only got strictly paid off of the happy endings? No. The $40 is the house fee. Um, each person because because once you so get is it forty dollars each person each person oh they taxing yeah I mean she gonna make her money yeah, because she she's providing the space yeah that's fact you it's up to you as the professional that you are to go in there and 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 rig it up because you know he gonna come with more than forty dollars yeah if he coming for more than just that massage yeah. But you would think maybe she just do like a, a flat rate for the whole month, pay X amount of dollars for the whole month. But that also makes sense because you still got to make your money, yeah. Posting you, ads. Yeah. She's doing. Oh, she, she po- is, yeah. She posting ads. Girl, she I was paying. In, girl, I was in Dubai. I found the little, have you ever seen those little cards? It'd be like a lady on the front and it has the number. Talk about some massage. <laughs> Bitch, I found a bunch of cards in Dubai and I was shocked. One of the guys actually called and used it. It was a whole big thing because I think he didn't want to pay the girl her money. Girl, Yes. I the guys, bro, that's Robin. If you know a bitch sells pussy or sells her time or anything like that, you know this going in, and you're telling her, yeah, you're gonna pay, but push comes to shove, you don't want to give her her money or something. That's technically robbing her, and you can't get mad based on how she wants to react. And also, I find that weird because, like, why are you going out your way to rob a female? That's to me, that's rape in a sense. I don't care how you want to look that's at crazy. it. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's weird, right? Yeah, it's very weird. And it's unfortunate. But, you know, I think a lot of times uh, what we don't talk about when it comes to people is is mental health. And a lot of these men are, like, messed up in Bro, the head. Bro, fuck their health. <laughs> at, at a moment right there, you doing a bitch dirty. I don't give a fuck. Your health went out the fucking window the moment you decided to do a bitch dirty. <laughs> Before then, a bitch probably was. You don't think they do it for attention, though? They do it for attention. They do it for attention, and they They want to see you fall apart. Yeah, because they hate women. Yeah, they do. (laughs) (laughs) For you to do something like that, you have to hate women. Because, like, why? Why would you not get that girl money? You're just getting your rocks off. Like, you know what I'm saying? You just have to hate women. That's Yeah, so fuck your health, nigga. Like, nah. <laughs> when you do something like at first like oh poor baby yeah now nah, no nigga fuck you now it's fuck you but yeah that's wrong i don't like guys that do that to women and women just always remember get your motherfucking money first rewind get your what on y'all say always get your money first because you're gonna feel so dumb if you get fucked and he be like oh i gotta go to the atm because you gotta show your back. ass and show your ass bro don't be scared to show your ass if you gotta show your ass to get your paper Show your ass. All day. All day. You, you just going to have to flip over that hotel bedroom. <laughs> Bitch, you, I'm taking yeah. a nigga car. <laughs> Girl, this is my shit now. Like, I'm just, <laughs> come get me. Keep that same energy. <laughs> it was this guy. He used to get mad at me because I used to always say, young doctor, like, rule number one, get the money first. first. Rule number two, don't forget to get the money. <laughs> Play by the usuals and everything will be okay. Still in my trap. That nigga used yeah. to get so mad. He not talking about selling pussy. It's like, yeah, it doesn't matter. It works. <laughs> he, used to, yeah. he used to get so mad because I told him I was like selling pussy and selling drugs is basically the same thing. It is. Escorting and drug dealing is the same thing. Think about it. It really is. You're both selling a product. You both can get robbed. You both can get killed. You both can go to jail for it. Like, it's the same thing. It's the exact same thing. Like, it's crazy, right? And yeah. people don't believe me on this. And it's like, you think about it, it really is. So what, what was the next step that you took after working at the um, agency in the massage spa? Um, Did you start working at the club? I, 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 I just, you know, it's crazy because I didn't even start dancing until after I got my body done. Really? I didn't even, I, I would have. So how long ago was that? That was August 2020. Wait, so did you ever think about doing makeup in the um, Miami clubs? Because I know that was a big thing, too, which it still is. It's just not as big. But you know how they had a makeup artist in the um, dressing room? Mm, you never thought about it. To me, I was just like, Miami was such a such a hard, like, it was just, it was just really, like, a really difficult time for me because mm-hmm. everything was just, like, when you leave Jacksonville, like, and you're, well, I'll just say this, when you leave home mm-hmm. and you leave all your resources and comfort. hmm it's you really Start learn what that reality is all about because you can't just you know pull up to your mom crib because you hungry you gotta like really just go get it mm-hmm. and i just feel like at that time i had gotten off track of makeup because i just 
I couldn't think about makeup. It was too many bills. It was too, like, I felt like that's not going to make automatic money. Mm. I need to make real money and I need to make fast money. And not only that, but when you're in Miami, it's all about the lifestyle, baby. Yeah. You want to live that lifestyle. You just like everybody to follow else. follow your dreams. Yeah, yeah. you like, I'll worry about this other thing later. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. How long did you live in Miami for? A year and a half. You know, after you was like, fuck this shit. I was like, I'm getting caught in the wrong thing. And if I stay here, it's going to get too crazy. And I ended, I ended up having to sever that friendship with her. It's so crazy because me and her went through more crazy things together than I had went through in my entire life. So was she upset that she was leaving? I think, well, no, not really. But at the same time, I was, I, I was like, you know, she was like one of those friends that like, you, you know them friends that always are going through bad things. Okay, yeah. I couldn't do it anymore. That's tiring. It's tiring. Yeah. It's like, baby, you ain't like we gotta move. I understand how we was moving last year, but we can't move like this this year. That is very draining. I have a friend like that, and it's like they're always going through something. Like, and it's like everybody goes through shit. Not knocking you. Like it's cool to go through, but it's like you're always going through something, and it's just like always superly dramatic. And that's draining on me too as well because it's like you my friend I care for you and I love you. It's like I want to be there for you and I want to help you but it's like I can't. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's very draining. Yeah. And and I just feel like, you know, especially like like you're a Libra like me, right? Um, we don't tell anybody about our scar. We don't tell anybody about when we're in the midst of suffering. We don't tell anybody. We just get up and go get it and fix it. And then we yeah. might laugh about it and tell you after <laughs> it's already done. Thanks. You know, like I'm not putting my weight on other people. And it's crazy to me that other people will put their weight in situations on you. Like they'll be like, oh, my man kicked me out. OK, so what you finna do? Yeah. I don't mind hearing people problems, but it's like, I'm one of those people, you got to have a solution. It's nothing wrong. I always tell, I allow myself like a day to cry. I allow like one, two, three days out the month, I allow myself to like break down, cry, do this and that, da, da, da. You have problems, but it's like, what okay, now it's time for solutions. And I think some people forget about solutions. I don't like people that be wanting sympathy or play that sympathy card. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like play victim. You could come sad, but it's then it's like, for how long? Not what we finna do. You know what I'm saying? You're not trying to think of nothing else to do and nothing. So it was like that situation. She just, she was just caught up in her life. It was too much. It was like, you know, this is happening to me and this is happening. And then it's so crazy because those very people that things keep happening to, it's like, you're kind of, you have, you, know. you need to take some accountability yeah. in this <laughs> because you are repetitively, if you know a nigga cheat on you and you continue to get cheated on, then you know what's up. Like, don't, don't, one thing about life, you need to learn how to be aware. Yeah. So if you're dealing with a cheating, lying nigga, you need to know that he a cheating, lying nigga, and you need to do what you need to do. But don't be mad when he cheat and lie. Mm. Don't get excited about a movie you already seen before. <laughs> I like Forrest Gump. I get excited about that. <laughs> it makes me cry every time. Yeah, but you don't get excited that 10th time. It's like, oh, I seen it. Yeah. And you're going to buy the ticket again and sit down and watch it yeah. again. Yeah. So what was like one of the best <laughs> nights that you had during the um, working at the escort agency? Are they still open, actually? I, th- I, I think the FBI. I, I think they, the probably, FBI, they definitely. They probably changed the name of it. They probably changed the name. More than likely. So are you able to say the old name? Mm-mm. No, I wouldn't. Did they make it. y'all sign waivers? <laughs> so did they make y'all sign waivers? Oh, we signed paperwork. Okay. Ooh, oh, for sure. That was mm-hmm. okay. So it was like one of the best nights that you had working with them. Or like either one of the best nights or like one of the nights you made like the most easy money besides the crack guy. The crack guy? Didn't have another <laughs> easy night like that? You know why? Because I didn't have to do nothing. But there was nights where I, it's just, I think it was for me, it's because I sat with him for so long. Yeah. And I didn't have to do anything. So, of course, the money was just equating. It's easy. And, I mean, because there's times where I showed up to doors and it was like I knocked on the doors and you had to go in and, and you know, deal with their weird personality. I'm, I'm seeing a plate with cocaine on it and, and they want to rub baby oil on your booty. It, a lot of times it wasn't even sex. Most of the times it's not sex. Believe it or not. It was just weirdo shit. <laughs> <laughs> It's weird weird shit. Shit. It's not funny. But I feel like doing that, it also opens up your perspective on a lot of stuff. And like people, you realize like 
what people consider weird to us, we might consider it normal, but it's also just because we've seen it a bunch of times and we know like it's a lot of people that's actually into it more than you know. Yeah. Like I know people that's like into doing orgies and stuff. I always used to think that was like a faint fairy tale. Like that's not really people don't really do that. So I started dealing with certain people. I was like, oh my God, they really do. Like this is really a thing. Swingers is like it's really a thing. But people hold their nose up, talk so much bad about it, but it's like, no, this is a thing. Bitches getting pissed on is a thing. Shit like everything you could think of is actually a thing. You just don't know about it or you're not a part of it. But it's a thing. It's a thing. And I and and I just wanna say this. I think that there is um, a matter of like, there's a, there's, okay, so like, let's say you're a bank teller, right? You're a bank teller. All you do at work is see people during the day. But it's like you, there's a light side to people and then there's a dark side to people. And when you, when you work in the sex industry or the sex world, you see people in the dark, you see their darkest side. But like when you work in daytime jobs, you see the lightest sides. Because every per every person that has taken you ever worked a regular job and went to lunch with a motherfucker, and you like, whoa, I don't need to be hanging out with you, pass. Yeah. Uh, I need to take you back to the office and just make you an office friend because how you act outside this office is so off the chain that I'm not even gonna hang out with you in regular life because you're too crazy. And you know that happens all the time. So. Like I said, when you when you're in sex work, you're going to continue to see the most negative aspects of people. And that's why I say you, I don't even think it's always negative. You see I the deepest, like you, darkest I, secret. Yeah, that yeah. Every secret isn't some of it is negative. Don't get me wrong. But everything's not negative. I think you see like the real them, like you say, they're actual secrets. And I think sex workers, we don't get they don't get the credit that they actually deserve because you see like the real them, everything, the, the thing they scared to tell their wife, their family, their best friend who they might have known for 10 plus years don't even notice about them but sex workers sex workers is actually like therapy yeah i mean therapist. We, we we i mean every think about it low-key i feel like every woman does sex work but every woman don't get paid <laughs> <laughs> but you know stripping stripping is considered sex work too like and that's why i don't like i don't even like that they use the word sex work because they consider things sex work where sex not even included. You know what I'm saying? So I saw, I think that's weird. They need to come up with a new name for that. Yeah, absolutely. So what clubs have you worked at? You know, I had a brief experience being a dancer. And how long was that, that was, experience? Like three months, three and a half months. So they I really, so I'm more so. Three months and quit? I quit because you know why? Why? Escorting is easier. And so it's you more money. To, okay. Yeah. It's more money. Did you work at and like... And I can keep it a secret. Nobody has to know. Yeah. I can be off the scene and nobody would still know, you know? So, when you were... Was you working at like black black clubs and white clubs or what? When you did do the dancing. Okay, so... You know, I used to bartend at Bottoms Up. I remember you bartending, yeah. So, I did that. I did that actually for a year. And then, I think a lot of bartenders, they... You know, after I had my body done, I was like... Mm. I started making more money. Let's go take this for a spin. <laughs> Let's go take this for a you spin, ain't fuck bitch. Me, you fucked the whole body. <laughs> Listening to that song all the way through. I would. I'll talk. I'd be like, play this during my surgery, please. Play this during my surgery. I'm telling you. No, seriously. Um, you know, I did that for a while, and that kind of introduced me to the strip. You know, more so of being in the club every day. Yeah, and then because um, what's I, the point I, of getting your body done if you ain't in the club? If if yeah, it's like an investment. Like All right, you, stop being stingy with it. The fuck, yeah. let us see it. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, getting my body done did tap me into a higher value man because they are visual creatures. And I think if you're not attracting the type of man that you like, you need to go look in the mirror and figure out what you need to fix in order to attract the kind of man that you like. Best. You need to figure out what that man likes so that you can get what you want because it's all the trade-off at the end of the day. But, so I started off bartending and then I start, um, I I slowly um, was like, okay, I would make more money on the other side because they keep asking me, well, can you come over here? And I was one of those respectful bartenders. You still made a lot of money bartending. I could, made it, but made I tried to be respectful. Because they want to see you dance. I, I tried to be respectful because I understood that those girls paid a bar fee and I didn't, I didn't want to step on nobody's toes and I'm, I'm not the kind of person. Even, 
um, you know, like I get what you're saying, but if yeah. they want to tip you, they want to tip you. They want to like, tip you because they pick like, the girl they want. Yeah, I feel like dancing. I made money too, but like when I became like a shooter girl and waitress, I made more money and I did less work. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Cause uh, dancing, people think it's easy. It's not easy. Mm. You, you, baby, you got to have some endurance on you to keep going. Because as long as the money is falling, you got to keep moving. You don't stop moving until the money stop. That's facts. And that's that. You got to worry about the roaching. You got to worry about the girls trying to step on your toes. It was one night I was dancing. One of my um, friend guys came in. And it was, it was so funny because it was like one of the slow nights in the club. But he a nigga showing off. And this is girl. We were cool. And I felt bad, but at the same time, I didn't. She came over there telling myself, you good? You need some help? Because he making that shit fly over this bitch. And this was, I'm like, I need some do help. I look like I need some help, bitch? Back up. So I let, I let, I let the girl who came with her, I let her tip him a little bit. But her slick ass, she tried to put the little tip that she made with my tip into my son. We could go bust down the back. So I spread that shit back again. I said, no, this is yours. And this is mine. Like, we, I fuck with you. I really do. But this ain't that. Like, nah. Yeah, that ain't this. And so this you gotta be that. careful of people trying to do some shit like that too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, bitch, you do it look like I need help. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you call cheap activity. Yeah, and it's just like I can see if it's like one of those relationships. Like if you dance with some people, you have me come. If I'm dancing with some people, and you know, if we like feed off of each other, but we didn't have that type of relationship, so it's not that. So, mm -hmm. what have you? So, how was it getting your body done? Like, was how was that experience? Um, honestly, I want to say that I had a very positive experience. That's um. You know, did you where did you go? You stayed in the states, or you left the country? I I, um, I went to Mia Aesthetics. I went to the same place that Ashley went to. That's in Miami. In Miami, Ashley is actually the one that actually kind of walked me through the whole process and oh, told me who her. to call. Love her too. Um, she really was helpful, um, and she she you know she was like you know after after seeing what you know how it worked out for her, I said, baby, I gotta go Nobody do it. Is snatched too. Snatch, baby. Fine, fine, fine. And mm -hmm. I like she. I just did an interview with her. Her interview mm -hmm. just dropped, and she's one of the girls that I like too because she has a great personality. She's real. She's raw. She's genuine. You know what I'm saying? And I, I love people like that. I really do. Yeah, and I, very feminine too. Yeah, <laughs> you have a lot of that too, Jay. Very feminine. I that am. Feminine, yeah. I'm a sweetheart. I really am a lover girl. Lover girl until you get mad. Then you want to blow the place up. Just don't piss me <laughs> off. Because but, but it's like, because why would you piss me off though? Right. Right. <laughs> like, like why would you do I'm that to be nice to you <laughs> and the thing is so funny because it's like people I mean I'm taking it I am crazy don't get me wrong I'm very I'm not crazy I just don't fucking play with me and it's the thing about it like people people know I'm crazy they know what I have done they know what I would do so it's just like if you do something like you know that you shouldn't have done you already know the reaction that you're going to get so this is what you wanted so you're going to get it and it's not going to go good for them no, not for <laughs> I was saying for me, I don't give a fuck. You don't reach that point. <laughs> I think, I think Jade, eventually you'll get to the point where, and you know, this comes with age. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Because it, it's it's just like. It, I really be chilling. I swear to God, I be chilling. They come and poke me, poke, poke, poke. And they, I let them get a few pokes in. But you know what? I feel like people poke on purpose just to see where they can poke. Yeah. I let them get a few. <laughs> After a while, you, you, got a, you got a nice number. I don't go too crazy. I don't go as crazy as I used to be. Now, I owe me. I thank God I, I don't. I have a clean it's record. A, it's, it's, I haven't it's been age. shot. Because I'm, I'm, thank God I'm alive and free as a bird. No, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Because I know some things I have done. So, how long did it take for you to heal up after getting your surgery? Literally, like one month. Really? So, one you kept doing the month. surgeries? I mean, not the little surgeries, the massages and stuff, right? Did you I keep did. up with that? I only did it for like the first, what they recommend, which is like the first uh, couple days. And then really? after that, I ain't do no more massages. You're supposed to do it for like a couple weeks. You, you are, but I, I, I didn't do that. You was ready to I, go test I, that thing I'm out. I'm ready to go test that thing out. Baby, I had to recoup that money. Wait, so, know? how long does it take? Because don't you have to wait to have sex? Was it like a two week? You know what? You, that's what they. That's what they suggest. I, I, they and you're right. Um, I just wasn't even thinking about sex at the time. Like I was just focused on. I need to. You know. I like you. I think at that time when I had my surgery, it was COVID. Oh yeah. Literally fresh in COVID. So, 
um like people were like you're crazy you can die and i just i just you know proceeded to do what i needed to do for my life i don't like but that type it, of projecting it, i i don't either i don't like that type of projecting but it's just i don't know like i i didn't i wasn't thinking about sex i was that's like when i started doing that's when i started stripping and that's when i went to gate i like gate and that's Did when you i like seen it? you at gate yeah i like gate Gate was like Gate is the second club I worked at. That was like my home. Pinkies was my first home club. Mm. Pinkies the first club started working at. I never. I went with a um this girl I knew, crazy bitch, little Steven asshole. But her sugar <laughs> daddy Maddie. Everybody know white Maddie. Everybody knows Maddie. He love look at that big old booty. He loves black girls in their booty. But I went to the club. He took us out to Pontevedra to go eat, and then we went to Gate. And I remember, and it was like you should dance, and I'll. I had danced before years ago, but I, I, I never went back. But ever since I went with them, I started back working at that club, Pinkies. And mm -hmm. then the rest is history. I had got me some good customers. I had this one customer used to just pay me to talk and listen. And I had another one pay me to massage my feet. It was great. Fucking amazing. It's great because the strip club is like the land of the tricks. and <laughs> Especially Pinkies. Pinkies before they closed down was the best because Pinkies was a low-key club. And that's why niggas go there because niggas love to be low key. And we would get like, yo, we're on guys or whatever, but these niggas got money. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So Pinkies, oh, bro, Pinkies was the best playground before they closed down. I swear to God. I used to walk out that bitch every night with a fucking trash bag. Our bit bills. Loved it. Like, loved it. Hey, do you know why they shut it down? I don't remember why they shut it down the first time. I think the guy either sold it or something like that. But mm. I don't know why. Man. I think the club wasn't making that much money like that, but as dancers, of course, we're making money. But I think it goes back to like buying drinks and stuff and everything. I don't know why. It really was like a low key. It was kind of run down. It wasn't run down, but it was just like one of those hole in the wall ass clubs. You mm -hmm. think like one of those clubs you'll never think to really go to, but like if you go there, then you know. If you know, you know. It was to me. I love that club. I used to make so much money. Mm, I love Trigging Central. I loved it. Also, I did. I found out those girls was fucking back there too. They had private dances. I didn't know that. I didn't know that was going on. See, I'm still kind of naive, and it's so crazy. I've been in the game a little bit, but I still be so naive to a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. I seen a girl fuck for the first time, like I think it was like a year ago, two years ago, in Wackos. I was giving a private dance, and I seen her over there like this. I was like, wow. and me and the guy, we started. She, she, did, you paying me anyway, nigga? So we started. We watched. I ain't gonna lie. We looked for a little bit. It was like, oh my god, look at them. But I didn't care. I wanted to keep walking, but you're you're, right. pay, you're paying me per dance, nigga. Right, so. right, right. Keep paying me. Keep adding all but that yeah, money. Yeah, like that shit's crazy. But that's the only thing I don't like because it's like when girls do that, it does kind of give the club a bad name and the other girls that work there. So that's like mm -hmm. what the stereotypes come in about dancers do this and that. And it's like, no, we really don't. It is girls who do, but like that's not what the club is. So. Mm -mm. Mm. I mean, I mean, it's just like the the strip club is just like like the cool thing about going to the strip club is that men already know what time it is. You know why you're here. You know why I'm why I'm here. I mean, even if you go as a you know just going in there as just a pretty woman, you know um, you you gonna meet who you gonna meet because a, a guy's gonna choose the woman he wants. So. It's just really just it's just it's just a great place to to meet men that like to spend money because they know what they're doing when they in there. Have you ever had a guy pull out his dick at the strip club? Yeah. No. Really? Thank God, because I don't think I would react. Have you done well. a private dance before? I have. No, I had a guy pull. I have more than it happened more than once before, and I was just it's, like, it's it's weird. The whole experience with doing private dances is just. It's it's mind blowing because like they really be into it like y'all in the bedroom by yourself. And that's the I don't really and touch I don't touch them like that that often. Mm -hmm. I give them a few seconds and then I get up off them and like you're you're really just looking at me because my thing is you ride the clock don't ride the dick. Meaning like do the lap dances, ride the clock do not ride the dick. Mm -hmm. Make your money, make them want to make them want to do, do another, more. Do another song, do another song because they want you to be on them longer. But you tease them. Make, but yeah, now I had one guy. I went down to sit down. Yeah, I made that nigga pay me extra because bitch, I was like, you finna get thrown out of the class. I said, I'm finna call security. I want this amount of money. Put your dick up. Da -da -da. Give me this money. All right, either I'm finna cause a scene. So and what you gonna do? Cause bitch, I'm finna. And when I cause a scene, I cause a scene. <laughs> <laughs> Blow up, <laughs> boom! Like for real, cause like don't do that, don't do not do that. And I love, you know, and that's another thing. Those the security guards definitely do be on your side, and I love that. 
is you should work at a club you feel comfortable with. Yeah, I mean, you gotta you gotta work at a club where you get good uh, support, good security, um, someone to watch over your money, uh, so you can so you can do your job, you know, safely and securely. You can't be in there worried. You know, because it's already enough you got to worry about why you dancing, why you in the club, period. And then especially, you know, out here in Jacksonville, you don't know what you can. You don't know what's going to happen. It's unpredictable. You know, so, oh, my bad. Go ahead. Go ahead I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you. So have you ever been flown out before? Mm-hmm. So how did that go? What was your first flown out, flown out experience? Um. I can I can give you one that I remember. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. The mo- one of the more recent ones um, where I flew out to LA. Um, <laughs> crazy enough, this man works for the LAPD. <laughs> Don't be the biggest shit. You know what's crazy? Police I met, I met him at mascaras. <laughs> Police officers are fucking tricks. Tricks. I love a dirty cop. <laughs> Until you piss them off and they try to mm. they try to ruin your life. See, I'm, I am, see, I'm a lover girl. I don't piss people off. Yeah, I don't, I don't piss them off because I like, know. Babe, can you go knock this trap down, baby? Go go close this trap for me. I mean, but that nigga pissing. I ain't, I ain't never do that. I'm just playing, y'all. <laughs> Damn, y'all know I'm just playing. No, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, how was yeah. it? It was amazing. I think when you get flown out, I think I think it's okay for a guy to think he's gonna he he gonna get the pussy. So did y'all? Fuck? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like, how do you have those conversations? Like, it's like it's already kind of discussed about you know what you want and everything before you go. Correct. Yeah, I think men that are in power enjoy women that like i'm a very i'm i'm feminine yeah. but i also have a very aggressive side yeah. and i think the men that are attracted to me are ones that are in high power yeah guys like because they don't always want to be in power all the time i think when they get around a woman that has or possesses their masculine energy in the bedroom not outside the bedroom but but in the bedroom you you present you your feminine energy in the outside yeah but the bedroom, you allowed to be whoever you want to be. You can be a pterodactyl. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I had a guy, he used to let me be the big spoon. I loved it. He was big as hell. <laughs> He'd be like, and this is just my little ass right behind him. <laughs> mm-hmm. And loved every second of it. But he um he just he 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 flew me out. I just feel like to have the conversation, all you gotta do is tell him what you want and what you expect. Yeah. And if it don't match up to what he's able to provide for you, then then don't, go. then don't go. And that's it. Like it's simple. Like women have to understand that in order to receive what you want, you have to ask for it. Closed mouths don't get fed. And men are not they're they're not going to just assume. You got to understand one thing about all men and what they have in common is they all want what? Your pussy. <laughs> you know I had a phone girl I used to tell her all the time she was like well he didn't do this or that I was like well did you say something and she was cause she used to come and be like how you get guys to do this or this and I was like I tell them like okay so for instance you know how you go to the strip club with the guy and bitches get on my fucking nerves you know how niggas they get all the ones and stuff and bitches they getting mad cause they wanna throw money to it he didn't get no nothing but here come me the money here, my hand is out. I want to throw money too with you, nigga. I'm going to speak. And the bitch want to, yeah. can I get some of your ones? I'm like, go ask him, bitch. You got a mouth like how I got a mouth. And you want to get mad at him because he didn't give you no ones to throw. But it's like, why didn't you say nothing? It's not like he's going to say no. And if he say no, then bitch, leave the club. I don't fucking know. Like, yeah. I just feel like, just speak up. Like, women be scared to speak up. Yeah, not me, baby. I'm aggressive. Like, and it's like, you don't even have to be aggressive. Like, it's nothing wrong with speaking. I think because women, they, they, they care what people think, but it's like he's already going to think whatever the fuck he's want to going to think. And 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 just for the record, when people like you, people like you, well, men in particular, and and and, and as, as in general, when somebody likes you, they like you particularly for the reason that they like you, whether you treat them good or bad. Mm-hmm. Like when a nigga like you, you can blow up on him. You can yeah. leave him for dead, and he will still be there to pick you up. Be them, be you can call him right now. Call him right now, and he gonna be, hello. I, I I know what you did to me last time. It hurt my feelings, but I'll pick you up again. You could be you, that nigga, you, baby mama. He still gonna be there. 
He's still gonna be there, and the thing is, he's gonna, he gonna pick up on the first ring that you call because at the end of the day, when a person likes you, it's for their own selfish reason. You yeah. can't make a nigga like you. They either like you or they don't. So it's better that you go ahead and apply that pressure and ask for what you want because if you don't ask for what you want, you ain't gonna get it. Yeah, and that's that. And guys are so simple. They're guys are really simple, and they don't read minds. Women, we do make things difficult. Just as like. That's I don't give it. a fuck. Cause you know my my mama and my grandma always tell me too, a nigga not scared to ask you for no pussy. Sure not. So why are you scared to ask for some time, ask for money, ask for flower, ask for dates, or ask for whatever the fuck it is that you're asking for? Because at the end of the day, a nigga's not gonna be scared to ask you for whatever it is that he wants from you. Yeah. And I just you know, another thing is women like, oh I'm I'm having problems with this guy. I'm having problems with this guy. It's not working out for me. Oh my Get god. Get a new one, but how about this? You this too. is some valuable advice. How about talk to the niggas that like you instead of the niggas you like? Because you're going to have way more leverage with a nigga that like you yeah. than a nigga that you like. You're going to be chasing him for the rest of your life while he running from you and running after others that he likes. Because everybody wants what they can't have. That's so, right. like, you don't have problems with the men you like. You have problems with the... The, no, you don't have problems with the men that like you. You have problems with the men you like. And honestly, I don't think they have problems with the guys that they like that they have problems with. I think it's just they be, create delusional. They be delusional about some things. Well, the thing is, a person can want something so bad that they f- try to force. It's like trying to force a key in a in, in a hole that don't fit in. Mm. It's like no matter you got a key, it just don't fit that knob. You know, <laughs> like. It don't fit that knob, so you need to go and try you another knob and see which, you know, key is going to fit the knob. You're trying to start the car, and you know how, like, sometimes a car comes with, like, two keys, and one of the keys got the chip in it, but one key only opens the door, and that's it. Your key might just open the door, So, but it ain't going to start the car. So how do you test guys to see, like, this is a guy that you're going to deal with? Like, do you test guys? Immediately. So how do you do your test? What do you do? You got, if we had a bar, right? Mm -hmm. We in a bar setting. Is this like you just met him or you already met before? No, nope, nope. I'm talking about nigga just hollering. Okay. Nigga just hollering. You you need to have a time period for this man to offer you something because any man that is masculine is going to immediately go to taking care of you immediately. Yes. They, they don't... you. I mean, if he doesn't offer you a drink within like the five minutes that he's talking to you, and five minutes to me, honestly, is a stretch. Two minutes. Two minutes of conversation, bitch. We at the club. We not going to talk this much. Please go on and buy this drink. Ask me for my number so I can get the fuck on. I don't, I don't need to do this all long, drawn out situation. Extra points like, if you get your friends a drink. Extra points if you get your friends a drink too. Um, that's the only point. That's kind of mandatory. That's mandatory. I feel like it is. Okay, it shows it you're generous. It shows you're a generous man and that you're not cheap. Yeah. Because if you're not willing to buy her and her friend a drink, my thing is when you're trying to get with somebody, shouldn't you um, trying to impress her? That's yeah. going to impress her. You got to grab her attention. And, and how much is a drink? You know, $10. $10. I mean, $20. To get your way when you just yeah. go ahead and make the investment? Yeah. I got my attention a little bit. I'll give you some extra time. Yeah. Let me go ahead and talk and laugh and lie. And see, that's, <laughs> and see, I don't like that. I said, well, I know it's not unrealistic, but I always say that I have unrealistic expectation when it comes to guys. But I know it's not unrealistic because of guys I have dealt with. They have shown me. I have seen it multiple times. I know guys would do it. Like, I had guys, me and my homegirls out to eat, guy pull up, pay for all us to eat, leave, or stuff like out the, um, like you say, at the club, pay for all our drinks and stuff like that. It's going to be a guy somewhere see this video. He's going to have something negative to say, like, when you mention them, but it's just like, if that isn't for you, then go deal with a bitch who's okay with you getting her a bottle yeah, go of water. Get you, get, go get you an 89 and stop trying to holler yeah. at 93 premium. Yeah. And go, niggas try to come. My thing like is, those, I dealt with guys like that. Those are the guys that I'm used to dealing with. So it's just like, this is what I'm used to. Yeah. So it's like, why would, if I'm used to find first class, why would I go down to the economy? Right. $89.93. Go <laughs> so, get you a regular bitch and stop trying to mess with premium with regular treatment. You already know when you talk to a pretty girl, you understand that you know that every nigga's coming at her, so you got to come with it. Like, why would you even do, embarrass yourself like this? Mm. This is a catastrophe. 
<laughs> also, I don't like either too when it's like when it comes to like black women when we say we want luxury or we want this and that from guys, they try to make it seem like it's a bad thing. But like when a foreign woman comes and say my husband has to do this or my boyfriend needs to do this X Y Z, nobody says even anything. even with white women. Yeah, and let me, nobody let me says tell you why. No, nobody says nothing. And that's crazy. Like why do black women? Why do we have to struggle? You have okay, like, okay. And this, why do I have and to be a gold digger? That doesn't mean I, like they like to say because you're you a gold have digger. you know yeah. you're a gold digger because you have uh, quote unquote standards. Let me tell you why. Um, it's a problem because even when a black man messes with a white girl, what ends up happening is he actually treats, he's pro he, a lot of times they do treat white women or foreign women better because they understand as black men that their men will give them more. So they, to keep up with their men and their race, they have to do more to get her because she can just go talk a, a white woman could go talk to a white man and it'll be just fine because he knows if she ever goes back to dealing with white men not saying she stopped dealing with him mm. but if she does that he, she can she's the standard is higher in that community so you can't just come with that and not to say that black women don't have the standard but a lot of things uh based society wise have lowered the bar and until it the bar gets hired if if there was a post on Facebook not too long ago and uh it was a by a black man and he was like, How many women would date me if I was poor? And I kid you not, nothing but black women commented isn't. at the bottom, I'll take you, I'll take this and a lot of black this comes, women are expected to go through struggle. They're expected to go through struggle. And when struggle, he get on Leo asks for a white girl. Yeah, and he pays for it too. Because he understands that if she dates her own kind that the that he's gonna that that man's gonna take care of her yeah yeah so she can go back to her race and be well taken care of by her father or someone in her community that the the bar is higher but a lot of i mean granted there's certain circumstances in my the world daddy's still in my life and i'm still a daddy's little girl bitch <laughs> so definitely you got you have to come correct <laughs> off of that off real like I grew, I'm one of those girls that grew up with their dad and they like but so you yeah. oh, that's yeah and same I, same I grew they, up with my and, father and then yeah. I also dated guys who came correct yeah and 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 we know we know it's like we understand how a man is supposed to treat us talk to us respect us regardless of anything because I don't I don't think even by doing sex work or talking crazy or doing any of this stuff. That don't have nothing to do with why you like me. You like me because you like me. And you're going to work with me because you're going to work with me. So what advice would you have for women that's in the sex work or thinking about becoming a part of the sex work or fast life? Um, all I can say is, you know, it's a it's a very dangerous life. It's a daring life. And unless you're going to like really put your all into it, it's not really it's not really for you. And it, it, I mean, it's good. I'll say this. I don't look at it as, you know, doing sex work or this and that. I just look at it as you're a woman and you, in order to achieve what you want, you have to apply standards. Yeah. Hoes get more respect than a lot of regular women. Why? Thanks. Because it's a standard that needs to be upheld. How do you expect to get what you want from a man if you don't expect anything? <laughs> and guys have standards too. It doesn't matter what the guy look like. Ugly, fat, poor, even even the poor ugly guys have standards and don't accept Honey, nothing homeless. less than what they even guys have standards and I wish if women applied more to like how guys are because guys don't take bullshit. Guys go after what they want. Niggas don't have pride either, but have a little pride. The homeless be trying to like, holler. Yeah, and niggas That's do not crazy. have no pride. Because niggas literally go after what they want. They don't have no pride. They don't give a fuck. And women should just start having more boundaries and respect for themselves. Yeah, well, the thing is, like I said, a lot of a lot of times with women growing up in broken homes, they never had validation from a man or their own father. And that's, that is that's true. unfortunate. I forget about that. It, it's unfortunate you we, because we got to look at it from the full spectrum. If you have a standard on how to be treated, then you'll be treated with, you know, a certain standard because you have to with men. You don't get nothing unless you apply a standard. You get nothing. If a man could it, it pay a dollar for your pussy or free, he'll pay just that dollar and you won't get shit else. So what's the most money you ever gotten from a guy at like one time? 
you know. Like two thousand at once. Like mm-hmm. it just you asked them for it? Or was it like work? No, it was something I wanted to invest into. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's good. I like guys that take investments into you. Those are the best type of guys. Well they, they see something in you. They do be ain't shit, but they do be good. At once, yeah. Now, how much I've made in a day, different. How much but, have you made in a day? Like, talking about, like, going and hustling? Like, hustling. Like, five. five. That's good. That's, okay. That, that that was, like, a great... That's, like, fuck that down That was five. a great day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I always say, I feel like, you know, the more that you um, invest into your looks, you'll get to the point where your presence is the present. And um, you you won't have to do anything, uh, but there's there's a lot of women out here that are settling for two for twenty at Chili's, and that's unfortunate because you can have so much more, but your standards are so low because you're seeking them so much validation. Be, them chicken tenders do be hitting at Chili's. They hitting it, but they gonna hit with at my girlfriend. Airport. I had to be eating them bitches at the airport, <laughs> <laughs> catching you're my flight. Jets airport, yeah, yeah, because that's the only place I mean, got it. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> on the way to my next foot, on the way to my flight. But it's some, my cousin always gave me this great advice, and I live by it. You want to look like the things you want to attract. You mm-hmm. look like trash, you're going to attract trash. You want a high value man, look like a high value bitch. Mm-hmm. You, you attract the things you want to attract. There's no such thing as overdressing, doing too much, or anything. Don't ever let nobody get into your head like, you know, you're doing too much. They think that they're not doing enough, and you need to remove them and surround yourself around other people who fucking love what you're doing anybody that tell me i'm doing too much yeah you're fuck out of my face bitch you're basic i don't care <laughs> you're basic and i ain't got time and, and you're really not on my my wavelength and it's not my font mm. mm-hmm. so what do you think about guys so have you ever dated a guy and he knows like what it is that you do no I mean, he knows, but I'm never, that's not going to be a successful relationship. I know because the last guy that I was dating, um, I'm, you know. you Like you once keep, you start dating him, do you stop doing what you're doing? Yeah, if he paying, if he paying my much. bills. Yeah, I, I, you can, you can, you can buy a hoe out the game. Mm-hmm. Buy me out. That is true. A hoe turn into a housewife every, every day. I don't know why people say you can't turn a hoe into a housewife. You know, mm-hmm. you just got to keep it up. You got to keep it up, but it's something in you that he likes in you, whether you were a hoe, a regular girl, a banker. You have to base things off of how much a guy likes Niggas you. Niggas love hoes. They love hoes because they can't be themselves. Niggas love hoes. They can't. Niggas love hoes. They love how honest they can be with you. They love that the weird shit that they like to do, they can do with you. And they going to keep doing it. And they going to, you, you might. I done been a side chick before. I ain't, I ain't scared to say it. We done all been, a, we done all been there. Done that. And it's so crazy because the side chick, everybody thought I was the girlfriend. He had a girlfriend, but everybody thought I was the girlfriend. Nigga took me to introduce, tried to introduce me to his family, but I was like, nah, that's doing too much. Like, I'm a, I see, I was seeing this nigga more than his own girlfriend was. Mm. Like, yeah. Niggas that's, love hoes. They love hoes, man. They love hoes. They, they love how, you know, because you got to think a lot of, a lot of women that are in um, regular, you know, jobs and, 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 you know, no, no, no. You know, no bad blood to them. But men are afraid to expose certain sides of themselves because they feel like they're going to be judged. And it's unfortunate, you know. They feel like with a hoe, they can they can tell how they really feel. And I, I, I don't think... You're like the niggas that like butt stuff. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Why is that funny? No, I mean butt stuff. Hell, they, they, might, they might want Your you to... Your secrets are safe with me. Yeah. <laughs> why are you laughing what is what's funny about that i don't know i mean we all know you know sometime <laughs> no i'm just messing no, it's, it's just cause i keep looking at the camera i know your secrets are safe for me for real i mean 10k I right now i ain't gonna tell nobody i mean not just i'm just playing i mean i should know this I should, I, I'm I, like, honestly, ladies, if you want to get really like, if you really want to know what men are really about, go to Atlanta. Go to Atlanta. You don't have to. Go so to how long, what is like the, <laughs> is there like an exit, exit age you think women should take to get out of the game? Is there like an age limit you think? No. It's not. And I'm going to tell you As why. long as you still look good, right? You should, this is a mentality. 
Yeah. It's a mentality. Ho is a mentality. It's not about you sleeping around with different people because I feel like hoes have more standards than regular women that sure. don't have, they don't have, they don't even, most women don't even know what they want. You'd be like, okay, if you dating this man, what do you want? They're not even dating intentionally. They're just there to see if the man likes them. They're yeah. looking for validation. Like, yeah. bitch, we can barely pump our gas in peace without being mm. aggravated by somebody. I don't need the validation. I need to see what you're going to do. What are you yeah. going to do? You know what I'm saying? So it's just like one of them things where, you know, it, it, I just, I feel like you need to always be in a position of power and you can't be in a position of power without asking for what you want. You don't, how do you know how, a, how do you know if a man really likes you if you don't ask him for nothing? They always say women are not the same like women back in the day, but like back in the day, guys came with offers and stuff. Guys came with showing what was on the table. Guys, niggas came and built the fucking table for bitches back in the day. Even though they still weren't, they still weren't shit either. Still beating and cheating and all that. But they were still taking care of home and, you know, and doing for you, like. So they don't say women aren't the same like how they were back in the day because you niggas aren't the same. Y'all want to be the new bad bitches. And that's the fact. We got a lot of men that are just, I think they're like jealous of women and it's really weird. I would be too if I was a nigga. Yeah, but it's like, but if you was a nigga with money, it wouldn't be that bad because be you could just have all the bitch you want. I would be a trick. Huge I, trick. Oh, a big trick. A treat. A sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> so is there anything, love, that you would like to say to the women's or to the man, actually? Is there any advice you want to give to men with how to deal with women yes. that they need to know? Yeah, the most valuable um, advice that I can give to men is stop being cheap and pay for what you want and stop picking shit you can't afford. Pick what you can afford. You know what you picked. You know how much it costs. That is true. Don't go, don't go pick out the most pretty, nicest. And don't make a woman feel bad for standards. Don't do that. That's lame. To try to manipulate and try to make a woman feel bad. I mean, but you know what? It's like, I understand you broke. You just ain't going to have me. You better go get you an 89 regular bitch. <laughs> <laughs> We're coming close to the end. This is a great interview. We definitely yeah. gonna have to do a fucking part two. You gonna have to give us a better um detail about surgery stuff. So, Cause I wanna get my titties done. I'm gonna do a little lipo. I'm I'm probably not gonna put in my ass. If I do put in my ass just the top part, but I just really wanna get abs and shit. Yeah, we not we, we not against surgery. We understand that men like looks and that if you wanna shoot if you wanna aim high, you gotta stay fly. So. I'm not against surgery at all. <laughs> I'm the only surgery I don't like if it's if it, if it looks ugly at the end. That's the only surgery I'm against. I'm all. I know I might be on like natural, natural, but I do look good for being natural. So at least let let me have my cake, bitch. Okay, let me eat my shit too. But I'm not against fucking surgery. I fucking support it. The fuck. So um, uh -uh, <laughs> like for real, do what you gotta do. <laughs> so we're coming close to. It. Well, actually, this is the fucking end. I'm a little tipsy. She got me over taking shots at tos, and I was drinking sex on the beach from a fucking. This seafood restaurant, thank God they don't got their name on it, so we don't got to blur it out. Because, bitch, this ain't no free promo. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to take a shot to end this out, though. All right. You going to pour it in your cup or are you going to try to? No, nah, just pour a little bit right, more in my cup. Yeah, we definitely had a good time. A whole right, lot salute. of Libra shit. Wait, salute. Then you got to tap it. Yeah. Everybody, you already know you got to tap that shot first. Tap right. that shot first. And Tito's, you don't get bad hangovers. So Tito's is a nice, good liquor to drink. The white mm -hmm. people put me, the white niggas put me on this. So, and like I always say, yeah. don't forget to suck that nigga dick today. Anything you want to remind these hoes to do? Yeah, get get your motherfucking money. First. Every rule, time. Rule one, get the money first. Rule number two, don't forget to get the money. And rule number three, young, I forgot to tell you bitches, make sure you count that shit. Because a nigga will short you $2 and get you $2. Yep, immediately. <laughs> oh, me. <laughs> Fuck! If it was fifty cents, I need it. <laughs> I need it. Yeah, bitch. I mean, I'm high. 